Spooky scary. Oh, my Undertaker. What's up, man? Powerbomb in the thumbtacks. Oh, no. <laughs> Powerbomb in the table. Jesus, man. <laughs> Forgetting my lines. Damn it. How are you, dude? Uh, I'm all right. Had a nice, quiet weekend after our weekend up in San Francisco, so did a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> are you recharged? I think I had to be, man, because this, uh, this is a lot of wrestling we got coming up, man, so I needed to... Uh, recharge and 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 lay lay low for a hot second before uh i was trying trying to cram all this wrestling in i know so you did uh you actually were able to catch up to night three i did I, i'm all good cut for up. you I, i'm all cut up i applaud you <laughs> i uh you know i had the time today but i i opted to actually clean my kitchen i i uh i don't know you it was one of those things it's like can i come over and see it sure <laughs> <laughs> on your way to Disneyland. Yes. You could uh you could do a Griswold uh once over and then head out. <laughs> oh shit. You almost made me spill out my jack. <laughs> hey, it's the Grand Canyon. Hey. All right, kids, back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That that's probably uh some old man reference. Uh, you know that everybody over uh under under 40, we'll be like, what the, be like, what the fuck about? is he ta- talking about? You know, it's funny because uh, today I saw that uh, Gallery 1988 has some pieces, you know, because I still follow them on Instagram. And I, mind you, I haven't bought a piece of art in, in a while now. But there was one piece that I'm like, fuck. And it was, a, it was a piece on Airplane the Movie, which is my favorite movie. I was like, ah, damn it. <laughs> I'm all, is Airplane really your favorite movie? Airplane the movie is my favorite movie of all time. Does uh, So you do like Kentucky Fried movies? Yeah. Yeah. Who was that? Who was that? Who, who did that movie? It was the... Uh, wasn't it no, the... no. You know what? I think uh, I was hearing some recording from an old podcast you did or something. From an old podcast I did? Yeah, I was getting that in my feed. Right now. Really? That's weird. Yeah, somebody said, we're still here. Who was that? Were you talking to somebody earlier? No. It's literally me and just the dog. Oh, man, we're possessed. It's the, it's, yeah, it's, dude. It's, it's the fucking ghost of Saba Simba. Do you have a black van outside? Damn, I'm going to look outside and shit. Yeah, so I'm hearing party music right now. Nope. Nobody outside. Damn, that's all spooky. Got me freaking out now. Yeah, that's weird, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to listen to this back and be like, wait, wait for that like the 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 album to be played backwards. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's it's fine. I'll I'll try to ignore the voices in my head right now. <laughs> Damn. All right, let's get to it then, man. What do you think? Uh, what are we talking about first? Well, Should we hold, do hold PWG on. really quick? Yeah, let me just hit the drop and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll hit it. You are now listening to the Fighter Hayabusa Show. Welcome, everyone. I am Mascara de Fuego. And I'm Great Puma. Thanks for turning in, everyone. All right, so we are off to the races in the G1 tournament. Uh, 
But before that, you got to experience yet another show from PWG at the Globe. Oh, what was that, Friday night or Saturday night? It was Saturday night. Saturday no, night. No, Friday night. Friday night? And, uh, all right, so I, I'm curious because I've still not yet been to the Globe, so I'm kind of curious on what that experience is before you, you go into, like, who was there and what the matches were like. Um, I, it's – the first thing I'll say, it's we found ourselves sweating more than ever inside. Really? For whatever reason. And I'm thinking maybe it was because we were right under the balcony – and because it's a low ceiling underneath the balcony, uh-huh. maybe that traps the body heat. And maybe if we sat uh, where, uh, um, you know, just on the sides of the ring and the stage, there's more air for body heat to escape. Okay. I know I'm being scientific. So it's not good radio, but... Um, <laughs> but hey, it's yeah, good to no, know, seriously. man, because like... But uh, yeah, that was sweaty. However, they start on time. When they're at the Globe, they start on time? I want to say they start in time because they actually have Globe staff. Oh. So there's a Globe staff that actually and comes out and checks on the line, make sure, you know, first row ticket people aren't stranded in line and they're going in first. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's more organized. Now, have you guys been up to the balcony and watched the show from the balcony yet or no? No, I, I think... Um, you'd have to be in line a little earlier. Uh, the first time we went, we got there around seven. This time we got there around like maybe six fifteen ish. Um, and we, we got good seats. However, I think to really get wherever you want to be, you probably have to be there by, I don't know, probably five at the latest but, you know, there's people that probably still line up and at 12, you know, which is yeah. kind of annoying, kind of obnoxious. But, <laughs> so you know, hey, if that's what you want to do. So basically know. like the old American Legion Hall, if you if you want a, a decent seat, you have to show up at least a couple hours beforehand is, I guess, the, still yeah. the which general Which isn't consensus. a problem because they do let you in, you know, early. And so it's not that much of a wait. Okay. It's just crazy. It's like. Yeah, it's it's crazy, that long-ass line, but in the middle of downtown L.A., you know? Yeah, and I'm assuming because they have their own staff, like, at the Globe, that moves pretty fast, and everybody gets situated fast and that sort of thing? Yeah, fast enough. I mean, yeah. Uh, ultimately, and, you know, you know you have your, your receipt of diehards, but, yeah, this is such a better location. And um, what's the liquor situation at this building? Um, you know, so since we don't buy liquor, I don't want to tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, there is a liquor situation. Okay. I'll say that. Okay. And there's a full bar. There's oh, okay. two full bars, and then there's a makeshift bar in the middle when you, when you come in. I'm going to say it's a full bar. Okay. And, and yeah. so this vantage point that you guys have been, uh, like, that you guys had on uh, this weekend, it, was that a good vantage point? Were you able to see? Did you have seats? Yeah, there's not was a bad... standing room there's only? There's not a bad seat in the house, I don't think. Okay. I, I really don't. I mean... Yeah, compared to two rows back in Reseda, but sure. I mean, this is a small club; it's romantic as hell. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's not a bad seat in the house. Honestly, the last time we went, the first time we went, we were on like these little lounge couches deep in the corner. But 
you could still see, you know? Oh, cool. Uh, if there's anything, if you're a short person, uh, it'll be a little difficult. But, I mean, it was difficult even in Legion Hall if, if the action spilled to the floor. Yeah, people climbing on chairs and shit. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, nothing to complain about unless you just want to complain, you know? Yeah. All right, so so uh, why don't you give us a rundown on what you saw and uh, what stood out? So, again, like like most PWG shows, less is more. Um, they don't book, uh, you know, a million, you know, hot names on the Indies. They always keep their matches nice and sh- uh, their roster nice and short, but high quality. Um, it started off with Dalton Castle and David Starr. And this is one of the um, matches that I wanted to see, only because... Uh, Chupa Kick and I are like huge Dalton Castle fans. Okay. Uh, so I was just happy to see him. Uh, he had boys with him from, you know, probably Santino Brothers School or, or local wrestlers. Uh, entrance was great. Um, the match itself was solid. I'm going to say every match on here was solid. Uh, but yeah, PWG fans love them some Dalton Castle. Yeah. And it's always interesting to see. Um, who they cheer for more when you know there are other names on the indies that are that are hot and and trendy on Twitter. But then uh, between Dalton Castle and David Starr, people definitely wanted Dalton Castle to win. Okay. Uh, so it was a good match. Um, then came... Gosh, let me see here. Oh, then came probably... Our match of the night, Chupa Kick and mine, um, Ray Horace versus Penta. And oh. that was just good. And and Ray Horace is just a treat. He's one of my favorite guys lately. And uh, we all know that Penta could go, and that was great. Uh, money was thrown in the ring that whole. <laughs> it was that quality. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for me, was it better than uh, the Bandito matches in Reseda? I'm going to say no, but this was really, really good. I would seek this match out. Um after that was Jeff freaking Cobb versus the bad boy Joey Janela, uh, which was really entertaining. I tweeted that there's a Joey in a chair being thrown into a chair bump that needs to be seen. And if you actually see, uh, if you watch the three men, five, like, uh, like preview video or the, whatever the teaser video the, which is cr- crazy because that's like only two days ago pwg rarely does that um you'll see a bit of it where it's like holy shit okay. jeff cobb just picked him up while he was sitting in the chair and threw him into another one jesus he does that that <laughs> pendulum uh suplex thing that he does and that match was pretty great um and then uh i'm gonna say the young bucks had a flight to catch maybe but they're up fourth versus huh. the Rascals in a tag title defense. Uh, the Rascals being champions, of course. And it was hilarious. Um, they brought out the book of psychology that Kenny had on BTE. <laughs> and they talked about, hey, you know, we're going to do you a favor. We're not going to have high spots. We're going to do psychology. We might even work a, arm, uh, a body part. And it was just hilarious. <laughs> um, at one point, Nick was at the top rope, and he has the book in his hand, and he's like, and he just debates for a long time, wait, 
should I do I spot or not? Um, the book actually came into play during the match, and so it was pretty fantastic. That's awesome. So nice bit of comedy, but then uh, it's always a treat when the Young Bucks face a team that's equally athletic. Yeah. So, like, um, I saw the Young Bucks live versus Murder City Machine Guns in Las Vegas at a Ring of Honor card uh, years ago. And you know how they go. And, and that match was fantastic. And this match was just as equal, equally athletic and, and state-of-the-art, if that makes sense. Yeah. You right. know, um, if you're a Young Bucks fan or a Rascals fan, I would totally seek this out. But just for good wrestling, um, yeah, highly recommended as well. Uh, after that was Ray Phoenix versus Trevor Lee. Um, that was good. Uh, Trevor Lee is just such a good dickhead. He <laughs> He's really the perfect um, PWG dickhead. Yeah, and 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 Ray Phoenix is also another one of my favorites. Uh, that was just fantastic. It really was. Um, no complaints there. Uh, then came Matt Riddle versus Marty Squirrel. And it was funny. I think, I want to say, and I was thinking this in my head, and then I actually heard it. Somebody goes, that was really, uh, the style of that match was really sports entertainment. Because I think both of their acts and personalities are so big that they're arena worthy. Like okay. they could totally command the um, the attention of a of a ten thousand capacity crowd. Wow, you know okay. what I mean? I think so. So maybe like do a rematch maybe next year, next April at maybe Madison Square Garden, maybe. Maybe. Well, I mean, <laughs> was, would would Ring of Honor have Riddle in there? I have no idea. Mm, who knows? You know what I mean? They'll they'll. They might have Cobb. All hands on Riddle, I have no idea. Um, no, but it was weird because they both have their moments in their act where they, they pander to the crowd and they get that reaction. And, and both guys were great. Um, and it's just interesting how they put their moves together and, and have their counters and, and just the pacing overall was pretty fantastic. Uh, and then Skrull did the... Uh, the finger break on Riddle's foot, which is also in the highlight video um, that just got released. Uh, yeah, that was a good match. <laughs> but then uh, main event, it was Walter versus Brody King. Uh, I'm on the Walter bandwagon. Uh, Brody King, not so much, although I do respect his talent, but the match was pretty good. Okay. If there was a, a big boy match that you want to see, this was it. Um, the story was... Walter never getting a chop on, on, on Brody until later on in the match. Oh. And, uh, that was nice. And, uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a non-title match. And then Brody King cut a promo challenging Walter in his manhood, uh, to put the title on the line. And then that happened. So, you know, it, it went really well and we all went home happy. Good card. I would, you know, I can't say what my favorite PWG card is, but, it's like just when you think they can't top one night, they, they go ahead and do a night like this where it's like, yeah, you know, so good. And then for me, I think, uh, you know, whenever they release their matches, it's like anytime an indie has, you know, let's say 14 guys or 16 guys coming to town, I always find like I end up not going if I if I just dislike at least half of them or not care less about them. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas this was like, 
Out of the 14 guys or 16 guys that were there, I, I liked like 14 of them. There was only two people that I, I that you were like careless oh, about. Yeah, that you were just like, man. like, so, oh, that guy, uh, whatever. But like, gosh, man, almost every match was like heartbreaking for me because I didn't know who to root for. So, so if uh, Sammy Guevara would have been on this card, it would have been on the fence. No, no, but like I said, <laughs> like there's like there's like you know, don't out me either. I don't want to be that guy. I was like, oh, I don't like that guy. But um, I'm just fucking. Uh, yeah, so like at a 16, you know, uh, all these matches I had matches that I wanted to see between two people that I really liked, except for two, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty crazy. And, and Bola's going to be like nuts. And when is that taking place? I forget. Uh, end of September? End of September? Okay. Yeah. And so far at this point, all all three of those nights should be at the Globe, right? They're not they're not splitting that up with Reseda still because Reseda's still there. No, I I think Reseda may have one more show to go, but um, not that I know of. But you know, I don't know. Okay, I couldn't give you a definitive answer, but it seems like it's all going to be at the Globe. All right, so moving on to the G one then. So, did you guys stay up to watch any of these matches, or did you watch them the night, the the the, the day? No, after? we 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 were babysitting the babies, so uh, oh, we nice. had to wake up, be adults, feed ourselves <laughs> before we could go and watch and feed the babies and uh, and help out. So we didn't get home till we wouldn't get like Saturday. We didn't get home till like like nine or ten ish, and then plus we had to get dinner and and all that. And so we yeah, we didn't catch until night one until later on that night Saturday, and then same thing with Sunday, hmm. we didn't watch until the nighttime, while Extreme Rules was going on, which is totally fine by me. Yeah, it's funny because that night, uh, that night I had, I had the G one matches on my iPad and was watching um, Extreme Rules on the TV, and not that I got very far with the, with with Extreme Rules, but uh, yeah, I, I was paying more attention to my iPad. For sure. But, uh, yeah, you know, um, it's, it's, I gotta say, it's been an interesting tournament so far. It's, it, there's been a lot, uh, and we'll get into the matches in a second, but just kind of going over these three nights, just kind of like assessing them. It's a lot of people not making points this early on, and I'm kind of surprised on, on the people who aren't making points right now. Um, I'm not saying it's predictable. I'm I'm thinking uh, if if there's a king of swerve, it's definitely Gato. He's always yeah challenging uh, fans to uh, playing with their emotions. Yeah, it's it's like you know. But okay, so night one, and, and let me just say, <laughs> kudos and hats off to Yoshihashi, man. Um, his match versus Makabe was. <coughs> nice super nice and and you know i know i've been critical of yoshihashi in the past and not necessarily because of his wrestling his wrestling does not suck he is <coughs> he is solid as solid can be but uh the way he emoted in this match and and he he had fire he definitely did have fire and um the finish was incredible i thought yeah i enjoyed this like, match and and i, I really thought the same as you, that Yoshi had, you know, he looked really aggressive and really stepped up 
you know, he, he, for some reason, when the G1 comes, he, you, he's always in it, and then you're always like, why is he in it? And then he has these matches, and you're like, oh, shit, this is why he's in, in, in the G1. Um, yeah, I thought this was a good opener for the G1, and I, I enjoyed that match. Yeah, and, and you know, I love that, um, and that's the best thing about New Japan, is that they have people that you can just plug and play any area of the roster, and um, they're good to go. They're going to give you a good match. Um, Folly versus Page was, was a wash. Um, you yeah. know, I, if I had to rate it, I couldn't even rate it, just because they barely got going. And, uh, you know, and I'm not a fan of Hangman Page. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like, okay, well... This is where he's going to do his his uh, flipping of the rope clothesline, and I don't know. It's just not my thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, personally, I, I mean, maybe if they would have given it a little more time and let it soak in, but I'm glad that they didn't. If they were going to go with a DQ, um, but you know, a DQ night one second match is is already like laying the groundwork for how the uh, the Tongans are going to be doing um, or what they're going to be faring with uh, during this tournament for sure. Right, and then so um, Elgin versus Evil, uh, stiff as fuck. I thought that was my match of the night, <laughs> stiff my as personal fuck. match of the night. Um, <laughs> it was back and forth, and it, it's one of those things where, uh, and, and you know, I always say this about New Japan. Even though my favorite wrestler loses, they always have it so that um, whoever you want to win is always going to look good regardless. And yeah. I think that's what good wrestling is. Yeah. So I think both guys did a tremendous job. And uh, my only, if I had to nitpick it, it would be, I thought Evil fucked his arm enough, enough, fucked his arm up enough so that uh, Elgin should have struggled a little bit before picking him up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, he, he, you know, he would touch his arm and he would struggle with his right arm or I think it was his left arm a bit but then but sell I didn't it. feel like he did it enough yeah and um, but I again I'm just bitter because my boy lost in, in that full one so yeah. what are you going to do yeah but, uh, I mean look and, and you know me I'm not I'm not a fan of Elgin but like I I watched the match I enjoyed the match it was it was good and not to mention man this little uh, cruiser Elgin is is it's impressive man yeah, he, he's doing a lot more high flying uh, than he's ever done in his career, and he looks fantastic. So, so big ups to him. Uh, what'd you think about Tana and, and uh, Minoru Suzuki? Uh, this is the match I was looking forward to the most on night one. Um, you know, and and I, I like the psychology of, of of Suzuki. You know, working over um, Tana's ankle for most of the match and keeping him grounded. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I really, like I said, this was my the match I was looking forward to the most. Um, and, uh, you know, he takes him out with a, that dragon screw leg whip he does before hitting the high fly flow. Was, but it was, was it was like in the reverse direction, yep. which freaked me out. Yeah. And, and the way uh, Suzuki was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, freaked me out. Like, I was like, oh, like I was worried. Yeah. You know, like a little mark. I was like, oh, shit. What happened? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it, I liked it, but, you know, it's funny how they always call Tanahashi, uh, you know, the John Cena of Japan. Yeah. But I found the match almost Cena-ish, where it's like, okay, two high fly lows, it's going to happen. Here you it know? comes. It's like, okay, <laughs> Tana's going to win, yeah. uh, uh, which is just totally nitpicking, but yeah, it was so great. Yeah, was that, that was a solid match. 
And then we had uh, Mr. Balloons, Okada <laughs> versus uh, Pervert Jay White. Um, and then I'm sure this is one of the surprises that you're talking about, and that Jay White won. Uh, and I'm happy about that. It's I thought it was a great showing for him. I, I thought it was a great sh- showing, and it's funny you, you couldn't tell if these guys were were in the same faction, you know, because Jay just doesn't give a fuck. Um, yeah. But I, I thought this was, you know, I, I think he's hit a good stride um, in his last couple of matches, especially after that G1 match up here in San Francisco. Um, I think this kid's hit finally, like, found, like, find, found the character, found his stride in this, in, 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 in just being a piece of shit. Like, like to me, this was my favorite match of the night. Ah. Uh, um, and, yeah, I don't know. If, is that a, an homage to Shinsuke? I, I have no idea. But, you know, all of uh, Chaos is wearing red now. Yep. Um, Even Yoshihashi was in red. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And the long tights look good on him. So, uh, yeah. And I thought that match was good as well. Yeah. Um, So at the end, he he ends up using a chair and then hitting the switchblade on Okada for the pin, which, yeah, was a little bit... I thought was an upset. I thought they'd at least give give Night 1 to Okada, but... Yeah, no, I think they're laying the groundwork for a, for a pretty decent uh, tournament for Jay White. Yeah, I, I see him getting 8 to 10 points for sure. I don't know if he'll win. If he won, it wouldn't, you know, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me or I wouldn't even complain. But, yeah, I, I think he's going to go, uh, he's going to do well with 8 to 10 points for sure. Yeah. I still think Okada's going to win this this block, though. Okay. Yeah, for night one, I think Jay White was my MVP of that night. I thought he he's really solidified um, this character and um, and his and just his his work in the ring. I, th- I thought was just stellar. So uh, the B block, as expected, uh, delivered a hell of a uh, first night for their block. My goodness, um, <laughs> I enjoyed all five matches, man. Uh, Ishi versus Yano Jesus was fun Christ. as hell. And and a nice little story being told of of Yano just being the cheating son of a bitch that he is, and it's funny because it's like, yeah, why should we believe what he says at the press conference? He goes, oh yeah, at the press conference, uh, you know, I'm going to use my amateur background and I'm not going to cheat. And yeah. Here he goes, rushing to the turnbuckle pad and turn <laughs> that off. Um, but he started on fire though. I got to say, yeah. he had a little exchange there with Ishii, and I was like, oh shit. Oh, shit, look at that arm drag. And then, uh, yeah. And then what do you know? Ishii uh, beats Yano in his own game with his own nut shot and wins. And, yeah. yeah, I thought it was super fun. But, I mean, they had Yano no-selling Ishii moves, which I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I was, uh, like, I was, I was, <laughs> I was sitting up in my chair for this one. Yeah, I, I, I that's why I love having him in the, in the tournament. Yeah. Um, what did you think about Juice and Tom and Tonga? Uh, you know, it was a slower pace match. Um, you know, it, you know, Tama keeps going to the outside in his matches. Um, you know, where he was trying to take Juice's fucking arm off. I mean, there was one spot where, like, he slammed that uh that the uh, the railing and just almost caught his arm. And I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> calm yourself a little bit here like if, if he would have just flinched like once 
Like, he re- you really would have fucked that arm up. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it, once again, I mean, which is we're going we're gonna to see a, a pattern here with, you know, Tungaloa getting involved, um, you know, and taking out Juice. And that led to, you know, Tama taking, you know, hitting the, gu- the stun gun for the win. So, you know, it was a so-so match to me. Yeah, I, I actually liked it. And I, I thought that uh, Juice, was, Juice had a scary-ass brain buster that he gave to mm, uh, Tama yeah. Tonga. I was like, holy that was shit, good. that doesn't look right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so if anything, it looked like more of a high-angle DDT, I guess. But, no, I liked that match. Um, okay. So it was starting off good. And then we got to Goto versus Sonata. Um, and, yeah, this was like the beginning of three amazing matches in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, what can I say? I mean, solid back-and-forth matches. The exchanges were dope. Uh, the counters were dope. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know who called the match. You know, I don't have that info. Yeah. But Sonata matches are always super creative like that. Yeah. And... and the way they countered each other near the end was like amazing. And in the, that was another match where it's like, just like evil's match. It was like, I don't know who's winning this. Fuck. Their near falls were like, holy shit. (laughs) But then again, uh, both dudes look good. So it didn't almost didn't matter who won. Yeah. Uh, Both got it, but, uh, still, um, Sonata looked like a, a world beater. He was super formidable. And then, and then my match of the night <laughs> with uh, Kota Bushi taking on Zack Sabre Jr. I fucking love these two wrestling together. Yeah, oh, man. God damn it, um, man. So grinding. Uh, and I love that Zack Sabre Jr. Um, just does not let any high flyer have like a rally of moves. Mm-hmm. He always cuts it's, it short. Um, it's always yeah, his, such like, a grinding style. And, uh, so, like, Chupa Kick and I were like, well, shit, he kind of just solved countering the Kamigoye. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> just just kind of, like, kick his inner leg and, and just stop it. Yeah. So, like, Kota now has to, like, work extra hard to to get you a little more days before he hits it, uh, pulls it off. But, um, you know, that's the thing about this tournament is who exactly uh, is going to get their W back from, from the New Japan Cup since Zack Sabre Jr. went through, you know, all the main guys. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I still feel like he'll finish strong, but, yeah, I, 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 I had Kota win in this match, for sure. But it was such a, oh, man. Like, I, like already out of the three nights, I'll probably go and watch that match again. Nice. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, it was really well done. Um... But for me, for this night, uh, I still will give it to Naito and Omega Good. in the main event. Um, yep. I, I, this was a typical Kenny yep. Omega main event. And when I mean typical, I mean high quality, much praise. I thought it was a great match. Um, again, I'm a sucker for And I know some people, I know there there's a whole set of wrestling fans who go super meta and be like, oh, well, you know, False finishes don't mean anything, and blah blah blah, because we're used to seeing them. And it's like, no, it's suspension of disbelief. And uh, I thought this match just had it all. And um, you know, I love it when when two top guys kick out of each other's finisher. Uh, 
you know, but the interesting thing was I felt like Omega controlled most of the match. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. And, um, but still Naito got his offense in uh, at key points. But yeah, such a good match. It really was. Yeah, that it was really good. Like, I, once again, like two guys that I, I like, enjoy watching wrestle each other, you know, besides, you know, Coda and Zack Sabre, like Omega and Naito. I do like watching those two work together. Well, it's like, you know, it's amazing that they have a big four, but then it's it's almost like a big eight where it's like they have another tier of, of like four to six guys that can step in and just deliver the, the greatest match. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's well, what this tournament's all about. Well, and the best part about it is that at, at any given night, like, you can put you can, you know, shock the world and put the title on any one of those guys and it would be okay, you know? Yeah, pretty amazing. All right. So, so I'm thinking Wednesday we'll we'll discuss uh, night three, which was last night's card. Okay. And then uh, we'll also cover SmackDown, if any of us watches it, and then... Uh, I think Buddy's in the main event for uh, 205, so I'm excited for that. <laughs> so so must view, must see viewing then. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, of course, NXT. And then also, uh, you know, we caught wind of War Games making another appearance in November. So I, I'm thinking this is going to be yearly that for I, them. I love it. And the fact that we're getting it here at the Staples Center is, is, is um, so excited for that. I just... It's exciting for me because the very first like wrestling show I ever went to was at the Forum and was a War Games with the Horsemen against fuck it was like Dusty and the Road Warriors and Nikita Koloff or some shit like that. So right. I have and I haven't seen a War Games since then. I don't think so. Yeah, it'll be kind of dope to see like the two rings sitting next to each other. Yeah, like, and, and I'm thinking like the people involved. It's we're probably gonna get Mustache Mountain. An undisputed era, as they far could, as the factions in there, they could do Unless like, they, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I they they can totally go that route. Um, I mean, by then, by November, I mean the 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 UK brand should be pretty much hitting on all cylinders. So you could really do NXT versus NXT UK. And by then, uh, I think all the new signees are going to be there too. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. So hopefully, I want to see Keith Lee on the big stage. Oh man. Um, I, you know, I just want to experience in, you know, we've experienced Ricochet on so, in so many small venues, but... But on a grand stage see like Ricochet this? Ricochet on, on the big stage is, is going to give me goosebumps. I'm excited for that. Um, May Young Classic will be done, so seeing EO, hopefully, uh, in that environment, uh, man, it, it should be exciting. Uh, it, um, and so tickets go on sale this Friday, I believe, is when they said? Yeah, so... Yeah, we'll discuss details about that later. And let you guys um, know. <laughs> man. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it, it, you, you and Chupa, you know, coined the phrase last year of, you know, summer of wrestling, but, uh, I, I have a feeling that this one's a, a pretty good contender for. Yeah, this year has been good, yeah. wrestling wise. Wrestling wise, no I mean, we've, we've gotten two New Japan shows. Um, we're getting an NXT at the Staples Center. Yeah. I mean PWG. I mean, like it's it's been a pretty decent, uh, you know, pretty decent summer of wrestling this year. 
can't complain as a wrestling fan. Nope. <laughs> All right. Do so you have a Thursday's card up, or uh, should we talk about see. that? Uh, Thursday's Wednesday. card. Thursday's card is the what day is that? The twentieth. Yeah, night four. Let's see. For New Japan. Three, four. So that would be July nineteenth. B block. So that would be uh, Juice versus Kota Bushi. Um, Hiroki, Hiroki Goto against Kenny Omega. Ishii against Naito. Toriyano against Zack Sabre Jr., so that'll be real fun. And then Sonata versus Tamatanga. Yeah. Man, B-Block, it's just the all-star roster. I, uh, unbelievable. Every match if I want to see. Um Well, I mean, that's high interest. I think the main event is Goto and Omega. That's high interest because that was the final, I think, two years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But, of course, for me, I, I think uh, I'm, I'm a little torn as far as what, I, what I'm looking forward to most. But I'm going to say it's going to be uh, Sonata and Tamatango. And then followed closely by uh, Zach and Toriyano. Yeah, I just because because of the nature of what we've seen so much from the Tongans, um, I just feel like we're gonna get another you know screwy fucked finish or you know um, you know Tongalo or maybe bad luck Fale getting involved. So I, I think to me Toriano and Zack Saber is gonna be entertaining as fuck for whatever it is. Like it's just gonna be entertaining. Yeah, then yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how Juice and Kota um, yeah, just th- mesh well. Yeah, you that, know that might. I mean, look, that might steal that night. Honestly. Yeah, I. You know, it's a crapshoot with this roster. Yeah. With this group, anyways. That's a good problem to have. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so we will see everyone Wednesday night. Wednesday night. When we do our weekly show. Same bat time, same bat channel. For the Fighter Hayabusa Show, I am Mascara de Fuego. And I'm Great Puma. Thanks for listening, everyone.